Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prog Watch. Music that tells a story. With your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick. A.K.A. Frog Squatch. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Prague Watch, my friends. This is Big Tony, and this week I'm paying tribute to an iconic musician who passed away on November 4th of this year, the great Ken Hensley of Uriah Heep fame. Ken was born August 24th, 1945 in Plumstead, southeast London, and started playing the guitar at age 12. By the mid-1960s, he was also playing Hammond organ in the seminal band The Gods, which in its relatively short history featured Mick Taylor, Greg Lake, Paul Newton and Lee Kerslake, who would later join Ken and Uriah Heep, and John Glasscock, later of Jethro Tull. The gods split up after two albums, and Ken tried a few other things, Head Machine, Toe Fat, and Weed, before eventually forming Uriah Heep with guitarist Mick Box and vocalist David Garrick, who by that point had changed his surname to Byron. During his tenure with Uriah Heep from 1970 to 1980, Ken wrote or co-wrote the majority of the band's songs, including the hit singles Lady in Black, Easy Livin', Stealin', and Look at Yourself. He was, no doubt, very instrumental in catapulting the band to fame during that period. In 1980, after becoming unhappy with the direction the group were taking, he left Uriah Heep to focus on his solo career. Along the way, he also formed or joined various bands or projects, including Blackfoot, the Hensley Lawton Band, and Ken Hensley and Live Fire. In addition, he recorded two albums with his former Uriah Heep bandmate, the late great John Wetton. In 2018, I was lucky enough to interview Ken Hensley when he was promoting his latest compilation called Rare and Timeless. I found Ken to be very personable, friendly, candid, witty, and basically grounded. He had a real sense of perspective on his life, the whole music scene, and how the music machine had trampled many starry-eyed, talented musicians who were probably too young and immature to handle the fame that was suddenly theirs, seemingly overnight. In his later years, he even worked to help shed light on the perils of rock stardom and help musicians who were struggling with their own demons. I did two shows on Ken in 2018. You can find them at progwatch.com by searching Ken's name at the top of the page but I still felt that I should do some sort of tribute to someone who was rock royalty in my book. 
So I decided to do this tribute show. I have excerpted the interview material into shorter bits and tried not to duplicate too much on the music front. So hopefully this show will be a nice standalone tribute to Ken and a companion to the other two programs I did in 2018. That's enough preamble. Let's get on with the show. I mentioned some of Ken's pre-heap bands and figure we can start with at least one track from The Gods. So here's Candlelight from the album To Samuel A. Sun. Once again, that was Candlelight by the Gods, which comes from their second album, To Samuel A. Son, released in 1969. Now let's hear Ken talking a little bit about his early history. So, uh, you play keyboards as well as guitar. Did you uh, grow up in a musical environment? What, or was it just something that hit you like one day you woke up and said, I'm going to be a rock star? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't quite as abrupt as that or... Or, or a sudden, but I did grow up in a musical family. And mum was a pianist, and dad was a singer and harmonica player. My grandmother was a honky tonk piano player. So there was always music in the house, always a piano in the house. And, um, you know, we had street parties in London. There was, yeah, there was a lot of musical influences there, but my earliest days were consumed with. Uh, with football because um, I had an opportunity to be a professional football player 
And that was my dad's dream. Um, uh, at the age of 11, I, uh, I just made up my mind I wanted to be a rock star because I saw Elvis on the telly. And um, by the time I was 16, I pretty much had abandoned my very promising soccer opportunities and devoted myself more or less entirely to jumping on this path to become a rock star. I have no idea what I was going to do, but, you know, it, that was my determination. Now let's do an early Uriah Heap classic from the Salisbury album. This is Bird of Prey.
Bird of Prey by Uriah Heep from their second album, Salisbury, released in 1971. Now here's Ken on what he felt were some classic Hensley tunes. Um, well, I, I suspect going back over the years, there's probably quite a lot of them. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> uh, in terms of Uriah Heep, I would have to say that, you know, songs like Easy Living, Look at Yourself, uh, July Morning, and so on and so forth were... Uh, defining moments because they were the songs that really established the band's identity and songs which became heavily in demand, songs which were big hits for the band and made the band quite famous. And, and uh, you know, those songs still live to today. So when I play them either with my live band or, or solo, uh, they still seem to have a sort of a mesmeric effect on the audience. And, um, those are just a few examples. I mean, in my opinion, the, the period of Demons and Wizards was the, the, the most magical time of the band. We were uh, so connected and uh, just speak, speaking, singing, playing with one voice. And uh, so, you know, Paradise and the Spell is an extravaganza, which I'm particularly happy with. And then later on, there are songs which I've written, which... Uh, are important to me for a different reason. I mean, I wrote an album called Blood on the Highway, which was just an adventure into trying to musically illustrate the life of a rock star in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, in so doing, I had to cover a lot of emotional um, dynamics. And so there are some songs there which uh, are equally very important to me. So, But, but to be honest... Um, the idea, the concept that BMG and I came up with, along with my manager and, and all of their um, artistic people at the label, um, was for me to create an album which pretty much covered my song career from 1970 until the present day. And uh, in order to do that, I had to introduce a couple of brand new songs. And uh, so I did that, and those songs too, one is called Mine, the other one's called Dear Mr. Star, and those songs to me are also very, very, very important because they deal with more of a, a reflective time in my life when I'm looking back and um, looking at not only how blessed and lucky I am, but also looking at, at the, the tragedy that accompanies so many people's lives in our business. Right, speaking. The way, the way they could have gone, the way they went, and the way I could have also gone too. Let's listen to a couple of those early classics which Ken mentioned. Both of these come from the Uriah Heap album, Look at Yourself. First up, the title track, which I will immediately follow with the epic July Morning.
on a July morning I was looking for love With the strength of a new day dawning And the beautiful sun And at the sound of the first bird singing was leaving for home With the storm and the night behind me Yeah, on the road of my own With the day came the resolution I'll be looking for you
Look at Yourself in July Morning, both from the 1971 Uriah Heep album Look at Yourself. After this short break, we'll continue on with my tribute to the late Ken Hensley. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Continuing on with this week's tribute to the late Ken Hensley, I've got Sunrise by Uriah Heep from the Magician's Birthday album.
Once again, that was Sunrise from one of my personal favorite Uriah Heep albums, The Magician's Birthday, which was released in 1972. Now here's Ken talking about still being in the music business after 50 plus years. No, absolutely not. Uh, it's an interesting story because uh, I just wrote a piece for some friends of mine at Performing Rights Society in London who are dealing with some mental health issues in association with their benefit fund that they hold for members of PRS who get in trouble, uh, can't pay their rent, can't pay medical bills or whatever. I work closely with them and uh, they are saying that more and more of their applications for help uh, involve mental health issues. And uh, I just wrote a piece for their magazine and I, I clearly can say that, you know, even though I worked very hard for many years before uh, Uriah Heep came about and success came about. Um, even at the peak of, of Uriah Heep, I never really believed it would last forever. I, I, I knew it was kind of in the back of my mind or somewhere in my heart, I knew that it wouldn't last forever as it was. Um, so to find myself now, not only still around, still healthy, thank God, and um, uh, still very active in many, many different ways, not just treading this, the trodden path, but able to explore other areas um, is, is a huge surprise and uh, something I'm tremendously thankful for. Yeah, blessing. Yeah. Um, Truly a blessing. No yeah. question. Now let's listen to a live version of a mid-1970s Uriah Heep song, which was included on one of the two albums which Ken Hensley and John Wetton recorded together. This is Return to Fantasy from the album more than conquerors. Thank you. 
Return to Fantasy from the 2002 Ken Hensley and John Wetton album, More Than Conquerors. Now let's hear Ken speaking about the loss of bandmates Gary Thane and David Byron. Yeah, I've been asked many times, Tony. I mean, you know, we watched Gary. Uh, I've never been into heroin, so I, I have no real inner knowledge of what it's like to be addicted to a drug like that. But Gary was just killing himself, and it was apparently nothing we could do about it but i've asked been asked many times about you know if we could have done more to help david and gary and the truth is yes we could have um what mitigated against that was the pressures the commercial pressures of the business i mean the band was tremendously successful and whilst what i think we should have done was taken some time off and given these people the opportunity to you know get themselves straight that was completely unacceptable to the business people because in their opinion we just had to keep going and uh uh we just had to you know if somebody fell by the wayside we just had to replace them and and of course you can't replace anybody what happened was with gary uh who was the first to go uh, during magician's birthday he was in such bad shape that um there was basically four people trying to do five people's work. We got through the album 
But the subsequent tour was a nightmare. We were basically pouring him onto airplanes and trying to pretend he was okay. Uh, and eventually we had to fire him. Um, you know, okay, so everybody says, great, you fired him and you got a new bass player and everything's good. Well, in a way, that's, that's, that's true if you're looking at it from a distance. But from the inside, what happened was the chemistry was destroyed. The magic that had made the band what it was and – and so on was just uh, completely destroyed, and there's no way to rebuild that. So yeah, we could have done more, but we would have required the cooperation of all the business people wrapped around us, and they weren't about to do that. They didn't really care what happened to people; they just only cared about their product. Very sad. Yes, very sad. Very sad. But you know, these are unique to my experience. But of course, there are hundreds more who uh, uh, who fell in the same boat and, and suffered the same eventual consequence. At this point, I'd like to check out a tune from one of Ken's solo albums, which he mentioned in a previous clip. This is You've Got It, The American Dream, from his somewhat autobiographical solo album called Blood on the Highway.
You've got it, the American dream from Ken Hensley's 2007 solo album, Blood on the Highway. Now here's Ken talking a little about his writing process. You wrote or co-wrote a lot of really classic heap material in the 70s. Uh, where did you draw your inspiration? What was your writing process like? Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> well, that's an interesting question because it, it still uh, it relates to what I do today. Um, if anything, Tony, I've always been first and foremost a writer. Um, the instruments became tools with which I turned my poetry into songs. And so, but the, the writing was always first, and it still is, because my songs in those days always started with words, and then the words kind of, somehow my relationship with the words developed the ability to find rhythm and melody within the lyric, and that's where the songs developed. And that's still the case. There was a very practical reason for it back in the 70s because, you know, there were no small recording devices or any of the modern technology that we have today, even like my phone. I can record ideas on my phone. So essentially I found myself just scribbling down lyrics in airplanes or cars or bathrooms or wherever and then trying to convert that into into a song when I first got my hands on an instrument. So um, it's a little more sophisticated today <clears throat> because, um, you know, I have access to most of that modern technology and I have guitars and, and a piano in my music room and so I can just adventure as much as I want to and, and pretty freely. And like I said, I can record it all. I, I don't have a studio at home because that has never worked for me. And um, I prefer to do all of my actual recording in a, in a different location. Here I've got a remixed version of a Uriah Heap classic, Lady in Black, which comes from Ken's rare and timeless compilation. Stop life. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. 
babble that reduces men to animals So easy to begin and yet impossible to end For she the mother of all men did counsel me so wisely Then I feared to walk alone again and asked if she would stay Hey! Great stuff there, the Uriah Heap song Lady in Black. This version comes from Ken's 2018 compilation album Rare and Timeless. After this short break, more words and music from the late Ken Hensley. The vinyl may be gone. The album art may be a JPEG. Radio lives on forever. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher, too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at care.com. Hi, everyone. Hi out there. Um, This is Ken Hensley, formerly of Uriah Heap, and you're listening to Prog Watch. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. It's hard to do a Uriah Heep or Ken Hensley program without including this next song, Easy Livin', from one of my other favorite Uriah Heep albums, Demons and Wizards. After that, I'll go straight into OK, This House is Down, from Ken's solo album, Blood on the Highway.
What we just heard was Okay, This House Is Down from Ken Hensley's solo album Blood on the Highway, released in 2007. Before that, it was another heap classic, Easy Livin' from Demons and Wizards, which was released in 1972. Now here's Ken talking a little about the ups and downs of stardom. Yeah, I'm a survivor and um, I do what I can to help others. Um, you know, Working with PRS has been a lot of fun. Um, some of the cases that they have to deal with. Uh, the, the Members Benevolent Fund is a, 
a fund that is built, Performing Rights Society collects performance royalties on behalf of their members. And so they accumulate like a fairly large amount of money over the course of a year. And members like myself are, uh, we donate a certain percentage of each royalty payment to this benevolent fund, which is there purely and simply to help members in trouble. Um, so that there are organizations around like that, but generally speaking, they're very superficial. When it comes to the psychological issues, uh, there's very few resources that musicians can turn to. Um, I, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed being a rock star. I always wanted to be a rock star. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't really know what it meant, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, you know, I enjoyed some of the excesses and, and, and so on and so forth, but somehow I never quite got, maybe because I was a little bit too much of a coward, but I never got quite to the threshold where I was going to throw, throw myself under a bridge or under a truck or something. I, I never got to that point. Um, but I know a lot of people, even though I didn't work with them, I know a lot of people who did um, go that route. Um, there's many, many more than people, people know about. Um, and uh, I think the part of it is that, yeah, you make so much money and, and, and you just think that you're turning the world and, and you're surrounded by people who are paid to prop your ego up and tell you how great you are all the time and everything else. And it's a really easy trap to fall into. It, it's far beyond reality. Um, but I can tell you, honestly, Tony, um, there were times when uh, if I was on like a three-day cocaine binge or something, and I'd be driving around London in my Rolls Royce completely out to lunch, going to visit my dealer, when I would see people at like 8, 8.30 in the morning walking or to the office or going to work, or, and there were times when I really longed to have that kind of a life because it just seemed so much easier than the torment I was putting myself through. So it, it, it's a very difficult psychological thing and um, something that, like I said, there's no training there for it. There's nobody out there to teach you what to do with your money. There's no, there was no one out there to, um, you know, to teach you how to uh, accept reality. It was all just a huge adventure and a huge game and a huge, um, I guess, uh, fantasy. And it, uh, the more things came true, the more you kept thinking they would always come true and, and so it would go on and it would spiral and, and, you know, when things went wrong, that's when it was most difficult to deal with because you had to accept the fact that, boy, this is not going so well now and now what do I do? <laughs> Up next, another Uriah Heap classic from The Magician's Birthday, Sweet Lorraine. After that, I'll go straight into Beyond the Stars from the album Faster by Ken Hensley and Live Fire.
break And all the earth will shake And evil hearts will pay for their mistakes You knew this day would come Now there's nowhere left to run Now you know there's nothing left to say And no one's gonna sleep tonight There's terror in the wind You cannot know just what it is When it will end or where it begins The gods of peace are angry now You push the patience much too far And you can never be prepared For this is power from beyond the stars But you refuse to learn You had your chance But now you're gonna burn This final battle you can't win Against the countless warriors of the king The multitude is following your fall Oh, and mine will be the widest horse Carrying his mighty sword And if you try to take my life from me You'll only speed my holy destiny You had your time, you'll have no more The king will rule this killing floor Instead of choosing peace You chose your
fulfill the master plan And finally the world is on its knees Oh, the gods of peace are silent now Complete the victory His universe will join this one To cross the enemy The one who died is now alive To greet the chosen few And there's a room for me and you Beyond the stars Beyond the stars Once again, that was Sweet Lorraine by Uriah Heep from the 1972 classic The Magician's Birthday, followed by Beyond the Stars by Ken Hensley and Live Fire from their 2011 release called Faster. Now here's Ken talking a little about talking about his favorite thing, music. This segment also helps to show what a nice, down-to-earth kind of guy he was. It's, just, it's always a pleasure. We're talking about my favorite subject, and you know I'm always able to talk for hours on that uh, to the point of tedium but um no, that's great. Um, i'm glad to, have to talk to you and share these experiences with you because for me having lived such a long life and had such a long career the ability to share it with people in detail and sometimes in um explicit detail and also to you know to to bring a positive thought to to things is is really important um i've never seen the end of anything i've only ever seen an end as a new beginning i'm just a positive thinker to a fall and um you know it uh, i guess if nothing else i'm proof that you can survive the music business <laughs> yeah. yep fantastic to talk to you you're you're definitely you know uh prog and rock royalty in my opinion <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I've heard it put different ways, but, you know, I like, there are words I like and words I'm not so sure I like, but 
royalty, royalty, I will enjoy that one for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be enjoying this one for a couple hours plus, and I'll get to edit it, then I'll get to put it in a program, and I'll be enjoying it for quite a while. And hopefully all the listeners are going to enjoy it as well, because I think it, it, this was a fantastic interview, and I do appreciate it very much. You're more than welcome, Tony. Thank you very much for your time as well. Oh, thanks, Thank you. Thanks for your candor, too, and uh, you have a nice rest of your day. Now I'll close out the musical portion of the program with a couple of songs from Ken's latest release, the 2018 compilation Rare and Timeless. First we'll hear The Longest Night, then Epilogue. Traveled this road so many times Playing my songs for some friends of mine It wasn't always easy But we knew how to fight Through the longest night The road can be hard and it's always long But I bring you my soul in a simple song And your voices soon tell me that I belong In the longest night Through the longest night Destination out of sight It'll be Some of you came to rock the night 
Some of you came to say hello I'm only here to say Goodbye. Once again, that was The Longest Night and Epilogue, the closing tracks from Ken Hensley's latest release, the Rare and Timeless compilation. That will not be the last we will hear from Ken, though, as there will be a posthumous release called My Book of Answers, which is due to be released in February 2021. I'll watch for that. So I hope you enjoyed this tribute to a hugely talented rock legend and a hell of a nice guy, Ken Hensley. I'm so glad that I had the chance to speak with Ken and get to know him a little as a person. If you want more Heap and Ken Hensley, don't forget that you can hear the two original episodes I did on Ken back in 2018 at progwatch.com. They are episodes 516 and 520. Rest in peace, Ken. And to you, my brothers and sisters, until next time, be well and prog on. amazing at tracking down hard-to-find items. Library books, socks, you name it. But sometimes help is welcomed. Care.com makes it easy to find babysitters near you. Sitters with the experience and skills your family needs, like after-school pickup and homework help. You just post a job for qualified sitters to apply. And since all Care.com caregivers are background checked, you can feel confident about interviewing and hiring. To get the child care help you need, sign up now at Care.com. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at Care.com.